Hey guys. What's up everyone? Still here. Sarah and this is episode five of season two. Yeah. Of every gay sex. Woo. You know, guys, we've actually had some problems with that title, Every Gay Sex, because oh, TikTok is not feeling the word. Like our 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 Instagram account got banned. The other yeah, day. I got suspended for a bit. And like, yeah, we we got it back. We got it back pretty much right away with thank God. Cause like Cause it was that- like it's going against like our our guidelines and sexual guidelines. I'm like, what are you talking about? We don't post any nudity. Not yet at least. And <laughs> unless Julian's willing. To yeah, you know, we've post. been asking him. He's not he's not really willing. <laughs> Down. <laughs> um <laughs> No, and like on TikTok, we made our account at Every Gay Sex, and then we got banned there too. So we had to change it to like a three instead of um, the E in sex, because so that it wouldn't get like flagged. And it's just so stupid because it's like, and our our friend Nat spoke about this too. It's like we're producing content to talk about sex in a healthy and like supportive way. And we shouldn't be scared that what we're going to post gets banned. Like, I know it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Have you ever considered changing the name to horny vagina tits? Oh, <laughs> that could be better. That could be better. Call back to episode four, by the way. <laughs> oh my God. I wonder if it's available. We should try. Oh my God. I could never say it because I hate all of those. <laughs> oh my God. This is episode five of horny. What did you say? Horny pussy titty fuck? Horny vagina tits. <laughs> or, or horny pussy tits or horny pussy boobs or all of the words you don't like. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm dead. That might not catch on the way, the way that we want. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, What's up today? What are we? What are we doing? We're uh, gonna go back with the audience again. Where we have some like questions, we have some topics, we have some stories to tell, we have some comments here and there, and uh, I think we're just gonna kind of go from there. Yeah, we're just gonna so kind of yeah. This episode is all about what we've gathered from the audience like yeah, we've gotten all about you guys yeah it's, which is exciting um we have covered some stuff we got from the audience a couple episodes ago when we talked about pride and we had a couple questions there that we've already covered and um we've gotten so many comments like kind of just little ones here and there about how great the podcast is and how um much everyone appreciates it but getting some of the comments we've got that are like you made coming out easier for me. Oh, yeah. Like that is not what we thought was going to happen when we started this. No. And that's like, my cup's too full. <laughs> my, that's the case. That's funny. Stella and I use that term when we're like too overjoyed in life. Like everything's going right. And like yeah, the sky is weird and things are going right. And you're like, this is too good. It's like, everything is perfect. We'll say like, <laughs> we'll call each other and be like, dude, my cup is, oh, is too full today. Like I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I need That's to- what we'll say. Yeah. Yeah. We can't say the rest. But anyways, um, <laughs> so I, um, I've got so many comments, but there were there was one recently that stood out to me. Uh, so I'm going to share it. And I did ask permission. I know I'm, I'm not, I won't use names, but um, I had a, a this is a friend from high school, and she reached out and said, "Oh my god, I just had my first sexual experience with a woman. It was so freeing and healing." And she was previously married to a man. She just recently got divorced, and she's like our age. Um, I have to thank you and Stell for the podcast because that really made me more comfortable with all those things. I can't believe I've gone my whole life hiding this part of me. So obviously I read that. I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm like, because we just didn't think that that's what would come from this. Mm, it was like, it's like unbelievable the amount of messages we got from people being like, this is like changed how I see things or like, it's like, it's made it easier for me and like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh man, it's just like, that's nice. That's kind of really why we wanted to do this in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had another conversation early on. First couple episodes were released and it was a young girl who reached out to us on TikTok. Um, 
and she lives in the States and she's like in grade 11 or something, like quite a bit younger than us. Oh, I think I saw this. Oh, yeah. Because I had a really lengthy conversation with her. Yeah. Like if you scroll through you, it. That's all you, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Sarah the PR. Most of the thing, does the PR thing. I, I, yeah. I get distracted. I, mean, I have like this memory of a pee. So like, I'm like <laughs> I see it and I'm like, oh, I got to get back to that. And then I'll never get back to that. Yeah, yeah. That's classic. But yeah, she reached out to kind of ask for advice on like – she fell in love with a girl and her family wasn't accepting and they actually like kicked her out and the other girl got like sent away or something. Like it was like this big like thing. And she came to us to discuss how she was feeling and how to move forward and talk to me about how, talk to us about how the podcast was helping her, you know, come to terms with being gay. Cause when you're raised in a household that is super, super homophobic. It would take forever to come to a point where you even feel comfortable in your own mind to say, okay, no, I think I am. Like, so that was, that was again, early on in the podcast. And I think about it all the time because I think it, it makes a difference to what I say and, and how seriously we take this podcast because there are young people listening that are looking to us for a way forward like and that's that's obviously fucking crazy but it's true yeah it is fucking true that is bizarre that is yeah oh <laughs> like us are you sure yeah. are you sure yeah that's literally the question that we've got are you sure yeah yeah mm-hmm. um another comment i received uh to one of our posts was um and this is someone that neither of us know that is a fan from like a different country. And she said, honestly, you two have been such a vital part of my healing journey over the last few months, taking my dog on our weekly bush walks and listening to your contagious laughs brings me so much joy. And that's someone not, neither of us know like mm-hmm. that. Of course, my cup overflows. Because, like, <laughs> again, we just didn't, we, I don't think we ever expected this to be, that meaningful to so many people yeah no i agree that was nice for sure yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so those were some of the comments next we can we'd like to move into stories that we've received from our audience that we will share anonymously i'll let (laughs) you go first i know you have like a kind of a longer one to share yeah um this one's crazy. So you pull it up again. I thought I took screenshots of it. I totally just did. What? Oh. There we go. Okay. So this person, this person is a buddy of mine from uh, back in the old <laughs> warehouse days. Um, They were like a regular and they were a really cool person. And uh, they sent me in the story and they were like, yeah, please use it. Obviously, I can't say names, but the story's fucked, man. Like, when I read this story, I was like, no way, dude. And I don't know it. You've yeah, kept it from me. I've kept it. It's going be a live reaction. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, she says, at a point in time when I was recently single, I went through a phase of, like, I'm going to get back at my ex and took home a random from a bar. Not totally a random. We actually went to high school together, but never spoke to each other until this night. But it was literally like, hi, hi, come home with me. And within a few minutes of being home, we're having sex. The whole time I'm thinking in my head, this man smells funky. Mm -mm. And she's like, like cat pee. And she's like, almost made a mental note to tell that to her like friend. So they could debrief the next day. And then I guess he fell asleep and wakes up the next day and leaves. And she's like, man, my room still smells like shit. And she's like, okay. So she's like, so she asks her roommate to come in and smell it. And they're like, okay, yeah, it reeks. And they both like start looking around and they take off the comforter Mm -hmm. and there's shit in the bed like no. all over her comforter all over her sheets 
human shit. The guy took a shit in her bed. No. And then they had sex. Wait. Like like they had sex. Either he had, like either he had sh- he had shit before they had sex or after they had sex, but it was already smelling before they had uh-huh. sex. So he definitely took a shit before they had sex. And then he wow. fell asleep and then like it, I don't think it was that long because like she's like he fell asleep. I hate when they do that. So he definitely fell asleep like mid-sex and then they she woke up and he friggin' booked it out of there because he shit in her bed. <laughs> Silence amongst the crowd. Crickets. Um, yeah, crickets. Holy shit, I just got lost in that. I just got like into a different universe. Um, yeah. That, Yeah. I'm trying to work out the math. So he gets in bed and he, so he was really, really drunk. I, I it must have had to have been right to shit yourself and then I don't know. Uh, I want it to be after sex because before feels so fucked, but actually both feel. Yeah, wow. I. Yep. Yep. I know. I know. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I'm really happy I got to tell the story on here because they say they listen all the time. So Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, um, to whoever sent in that story, uh, you're a survivor. Um, <laughs> you are. And we have you in our prayers and thoughts. You know? Yeah, we will send exactly thoughts and prayers in your direction. Um, I hope that the sheets and comforter were actually disposed of. I don't think that's a wash and repeat moment. I think that's actually a dispose uh, garbage situation. Um, yeah. I'd actually probably move out as well. <laughs> probably burn the building down. Yeah. Light yeah. A grown man shit the bed literally. Literally. Oh, man. I can't even think of anything really funny to say because that's just so shocking. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh wow! Um, yeah, so that's my story. That's my story. Yeah. What do you? What what, what stories you got? Um, they were just little ones. Uh, we had we posted on our Instagram like the question box where you can people can post. You know, we ask a question and people can respond. And so we just got three. Um, and they're they're just short. They're not as in depth as that one. But one of them, one girl uh, <laughs> says, "I fucked my ex's little brother." With like the cheers emoji, like the two champagne glasses. Yeah, I think. Oh my god, I saw that. That's fucked up. So damn. Obviously, like you and your ex broke up, and then you went for his little brother. That's gutless. Yeah, that's ruthless. Yeah, that's yeah. a horny level petty. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Shout out to you, girl, because that Seriously. no, that's that's. That's solid behavior, really. You'd have to assume that whoever the ex was was shitty to her. Like, hurt her, broke her heart. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Rightfully so. You know what? Yeah. Do you, girl. Um, second one is, first time watching porn, I looked at naked women, yet it took me 10 years to actually come out. Uh, that, I feel like, same. I think that even when I was dating men, I only really watched lesbian porn. And maybe that's foreshadowing. I don't know. But, like... I think even straight men watch lesbian porn. Like, yeah. I don't, I think that I get that. Like, wow, 10 years from when you kind of knew to when you came out. And that's, yeah. And it's a journey, honestly. It is a journey for sure. Damn, 10 years, man. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. And the last one we got was, this is a good one. This is actually fucked up now that I'm reading it back. Um, <clears throat> these people who sent them in are going to hear it and they're just going to be dying. But my girlfriend mistakenly used hand sanitizer instead of lube the first time we used a strap. That's fucked, man. Imagine. Can you? It can you burn. Would it burn? You would die. Like that oh, would yeah. be... Because it'd be like, oh my god, that actually makes my stomach turn thinking about how painful that would be. Ew. Oh my oh, god. Oh, jeez. That's wild. 
And that, I'm just trying to analyze the mix up. You got both on the bedside table. You keep the hand sanitizer close. I mean, respectable. COVID-19 is still among us, you know. But wow, that would be fucked. Oh my God. And so painful. Uh, but I remember I used to fuck this guy in high school. Um, he was a weird fucking guy. Actually, so this guy, <laughs> we dated for a little while, not like officially, but uh, then he broke up with me by sending me a picture of his new skidoo, like <laughs> um, sled and said like he has more important things to focus on and sent a picture of the sled and said that we were over. <laughs> Um, i'm gonna use that next time yeah <laughs> like he yeah fuck that guy that's wild but what no but the point about why i thought about him was one time when we had sex he used um the magnum fire and ice con- uh, condom and so at first it's like really warm from like penetrate like the yeah you know the motion and then at some point it just switches to being like fucking icy hot a535 type shit (laughs) my shit was on fucking fire like i was in pain for like days i don't know who invented that condom but it wasn't a woman i can promise (laughs) not a woman my god that's wild anyway so hand sanitizer is lube big l huge l yeah wouldn't let that happen again god but you'd be real clean no bacteria nope Kills like 99% of bacteria, so you're Gucci. Yeah, you had a UTI? Not anymore. Not you anymore. had vaginal bag, bacterial. What is that word? <laughs> vaginal bag, bacteriosis. Oh, God. Okay, I'm not a doctor. God, nobody's yeah. paying me to be a doctor, but it's gone. BV, bacterial, bacterial <laughs> vaginosis. Oh, my God. <laughs> Took us a minute. But, anyways, she no longer has that if she did because she put hand sanitizer in a coochie. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> That's fucked up. Um, now, we did receive a large handful, or two handfuls, if you will, of questions from the audience for us to ask. So, Stell, let's go back and forth, and we'll each answer. You okay. Are, oh, man. Um, I haven't even really thought about these. I don't even know what I'm going to say yet, so this will be very off the cuff. Um... Okay, I'll go first. I'll read the first one. Yeah. Question number one. What is your most embarrassing sex story, either alone or with a partner? Are you going first? No, you go. (laughs) I don't even know. Oh, sex story. Oh, I just told one. That that fire and ice was one for sure. Yeah, seriously. Um, and we've told a few. We've in our best and worst of all time, we did talk about like I well, I talked about a guy throwing up over my shoulder. That was probably yeah. an embarrassing one. I told you when the guy pissed in my mouth, that would probably be <laughs> along those lines as well. Um, um I don't really have a lot. Like I told you about the one the girl and my just yeah and then the other one mm-hmm. i can't talk about because i'll get in trouble okay <laughs> we're still policed over here um yeah. have you ever has anything embarrassing ever happened to you though like have you ever like i don't know i don't know i don't think so i'm just so cool i know i'm like <laughs> fuck you. She's, she's perfect there's nothing that's ever happened I'm trying to think. Like I don't. I've never done. Okay, actually, mm-hmm. I, I, we didn't even end up having sex, but I was because I was just a wuss. Um, I don't know if I told the story already on here, but one time I went to the gay bar here, and shout out, look out. <laughs> um, bring this girl home. I made this girl ditch her friends. She has no more ride, so she was counting on sleeping with me and staying the night probably. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm walking home and on the walk home, I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. 
So I'm like, what the fuck do I do? So I like, it's like three in the morning. We're walking back to my place and we get into my apartment and I, <laughs> and I go and we go in my room. She goes on my bed and then I, you know, turn on the TV and sit down and smoke a bowl, put on Rick and Morty. <laughs> She's like, uh, what's up? And I was like, just thought we could watch some Rick and Morty. Oh my God. And she's like, you're joking, right? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, <laughs> she's like, are we gonna like, you know, and I was like, because we were making out of the bar and like, it was cool then, but then when they got closer to my house, it got real serious and I don't know what. And yeah. so then, and I didn't want to go through with it. I changed my mind. I totally changed my mind. And that's okay to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. Just to put it out there. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, I was like, what's up? And she was like, yeah, are we not going to? And I was like, oh, uh, no clock on my, wa- on, my, on my wrist. But I'm like, oh, well, I got to wake up real early tomorrow. I got to go to work. You know, I'm so tired. Just thought we'd just hang out, watch some Rick and Morty. You want a bowl? literally like, no like i thought we were gonna hook up and i was like oh man just just be so late oh it's like i'm so tired oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's like i literally just ditched my friends for you and now i don't have a ride home so i have to call and i was like i can i can, I can call you an uber oh my god you know? and uh and uh, that was that. And she went home in an Uber. And uh, now every time I see her at the bar, she smiles. She's very nice to me. She smiles, but I ignore her and smile and just a little smirk back. But that's about it. And uh, we haven't ever spoken about it ever again. And we've actually never spoken again. Oh. Yep. Wow. And, uh, that, yeah. Holy shit. I'm just a huge little open. I'm just, just a baby. <laughs> well, no, I mean, and it's fair for you to have changed your mind, right? Like, yeah, that's hilarious. I don't, I don't, I don't go around and have sex with people all the time. Like, I'm not huge on sleeping around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never really, I've never really uh, been like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty intimate thing to do. So yeah. you kind of want to be comfortable. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rick and Morty was too far. I'm not understanding. I, I, I should have known. There was like two posters on my wall of Rick and Morty. Yeah, <laughs> that should have been the red flag. Not anymore. My room's very adult friendly now, and I've changed a lot. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is embarrassing. But it's funny, and it's fun. You're well within your right to change your mind. Always, yeah, for sure, for sure um okay i don't i don't and i don't i guess i don't really have i mean i feel like i've told so many of mine trying to think of embarrassing ones like with women that i've had uh because all my embarrassing ones are with men what i can think of one yeah tell us is it about Brittany? yeah (laughs) (laughs) um that's not embarrassing for me yeah, I guess you're right. let's, let's not do that one. Yeah, we don't want to get in trouble. Um, <laughs> what about any, anybody I've been with recently? Hmm. Um. Oh God, I feel like I've given the audience so many. Maybe I've maybe I've reached my fucking quota, but I'll be sure to share if I have any more new ones. Yeah. Or also, the, although the question did say alone or with a partner, like have I ever had an embarrassing like m- masturbation story mm, not really i guess okay you're perfect we get it yeah i know i know like everything goes really well for me all the time so i'm except last night i was using my wand that i love this isn't really an embarrassing story but um i was using the wand which of course yes i live and i was like so close to finishing and then it fucking died I know you don't use vibrators so you wouldn't even know but the pain and actually it was embarrassing because then I'm like okay uh I'm gonna all right 
it's I like pressing the power button. I'm like, okay, so it's definitely dead. Um, and then you obviously go back to like zero percent, you know, climb. Zero. And then I had to, um, had to get an, uh, my other vibrator out. It was like a whole thing. But then by that time, I'm kind of like, uh, like this is like awkward by my. It's like alone. So, anyways, yeah. anyways, anyways. Damn, that sucks. Um, so that's funny. But um, okay, you go. What's the second question? Uh, is this just for clout? I you're a hater. You're a I, hater. I know we love it. No, I I took this question and I wrote it down because I think it's a really really good opportunity for us to restate why we're sitting here doing this. And is it for clout? Absolutely not. I, clout is such a like new age term. I don't even really know what that means. Like, is it for like online popularity? No we don't even really necessarily have a ton of that. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say like we're, you know, famous really. That's cute. Um, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Um, we are here. Are we here for clout? No, no, this is not for clout. We are here to, and circling back to the beginning of this episode, we have people that have expressed that coming out was easier because of Stella and I, and because of this podcast. Um, when I first moved here, I ran into um, a woman in the yard in my building and she had listened to the podcast and she wanted to talk to me about her sex life and um, ask me questions. And I, that was one of the days where I said to Stella, my cup was overflowing because yeah, the fact that I'm at a stage in life where like a grown woman wants to talk to me about squirting, like that is the like peak for me. Like, and that's why we're doing this. We're doing this because it opens the door for other people to feel more comfortable with their sexuality, with masturbating, with their bodies, with being gay, with not knowing if they are or not, with coming out, with healing from a breakup. Like we're here to make yeah. other people feel more comfortable in all of those senses. So is this for clout? Absolutely not. This is like, this is a huge commitment. Sal and I put a ton of work into this podcast and it's not to get views and likes on social media. It's because we know after even a few episodes aired that we were making a difference in people's lives, people we don't even know. And that yeah. is why we continue to sit here and do these episodes. So yeah, it was, it was, it, that's literally why you said it perfectly. That's kind of like, I remember I was talking to my brother and I was like, and he's like, well, what do you like? What do you, what would you say if somebody said that to you? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it'd be cool to be famous and all, but like, is that really the the goal? The goal is to just make people feel comfortable and talk about things that are other th uh, other people find uncomfortable, and maybe make it a little bit more like, I don't know, like accept acceptable. I want I don't want to say, but like it's less you know, taboo. yeah, just like less taboo. Like I just like I think when we get those messages, like it's just so nice for us to hear that we've like been that much of an impact on people yeah yeah like young people that are in the process of coming out to parents that are not accepting like we've provided a space where they feel comfortable to be themselves like that's unbelievable that yeah. we are providing that for people we don't know like yeah and that's the most important thing that we're doing here 100 yeah so um I agree. That that. Okay, next question we got wasn't a question. I guess it was a statement. Uh, right. Spill some tea. Do you have any on, tea to spill? On what? Anything, I guess. I don't know. There's nothing going on in my life. Um, tea, tea, tea. No drama. No. No, just. Do you have a secret that you can share with us on this podcast? Like what? I don't, I don't really know. know. Anything. I don't really have a secret. I'm like. Um. There's someone who's in town again this weekend that I'm nervous of running into, but I think they might be leaving today, which is sick. So. Someone you dated? No. Do you remember? I don't know if I gave her a name on this, but she was the one who was like really trying. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, mm. and then they got really drunk and yeah. 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 And I just like, I was like, Nope, that's not really what I want in my life anymore. So mm -hmm. 
Uh, but they're in town. And I was warned. Oh, God. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Like, I didn't really, uh, I don't really have anything going on. Like, you know? Not even like, it doesn't even need to be now. Like, anything ever. It's probably, I don't even know, man. Like, what? You guys know everything about me. That, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too, is like, for me to spill tea, like, what do I have that you guys don't already know? I've uh, said so many embarrassing things that I've never said to anyone seriously. else. Seriously. I'm like, I, I've said so many things. Like, I don't know. I'm 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 talking to somebody, I guess. Do I? Did I even know that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's tea then, because I didn't but know. But like, um, we're not like, we're just like getting some attention, which mm-hmm. is both made very clear and like, we'll just see what happens. But they also live like four and a half hours away. Where? In Quebec. Oh, in Quebec. Okay. Which is like, like, yeah, which is like, I don't do long distance, but. Is this from Hinge? Where is this from? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, you've never told me about her then? I think I did. Yes. I texted you and said the Android thing. Oh God. Well, that's an L. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? I'm I'm sticking through it. It's fine. It'll be fine. I don't know. We'll see. But we have a lot in common. It's like very bizarre. Mm-hmm. And we even have the same tattoo. Which one? Oh, the that art. One. The art tattoo. Oh yeah, yeah. Like on the throat. Yeah, yeah. Well, mine's on my throat. Hers is on her arm. But oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. We're just chatting. But it. Okay, that's a, that's, that's a bit a of tea. That's a bit of tea. So it's like it's nice. It's like attention that I haven't gotten in a while. So like, I guess that's like good for now. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's nice to get attention. Um, just having that person that you're kind of talking to throughout the day is always nice. Yeah. So that's the first thing you notice, like, gone when the relationship ends is, like, that kind of constant, like, exactly uh, attention, which we shouldn't rely on it, but, I mean, naturally. No, but, yeah, exactly, naturally. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, so some tea, yeah. Um, hmm. No, don't. I have any. <laughs> what do you mean? You have tons. Your life's a movie over there. Okay. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I've been seeing people. <laughs> what do you, you know? Mean? I can't. I won't. I will never get on this podcast and talk about someone unless it's like one hundred percent. Like, I don't know. Unless we're in a relationship. Because I don't want, I don't know. I don't know. You Well, you were just very clear that you're just like talking to someone. It's an attention thing. But um, yeah. anyway, honestly, I've spilled enough tea on this fucking podcast. Maybe whoever wrote that question, maybe be more specific and ask us like a question about something that we can answer. Because I feel like Stella and I have put probably well, however many episodes we're in. I've said like, things on this podcast that I didn't even remember. I've blacked out. <laughs> I didn't know you were into butt stuff. That's some tea that's spilled. What do you mean? We've talked about it before. I know, but I, I don't know. I You were really open with it like a couple episodes ago with our- I know, episode. I know. Just I've never heard you talk about it like that. I, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> I like the good butt stuff. Like I thought I knew you were into it giving, but I didn't know you were into it receiving. That's the tea right there. <laughs> you guys want to spill some tea? That's the tea. Still likes anal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. I'm dead. Okay. Um mm. you're you go next. How would you handle a homophobic religious family as a gay person? You you go for, you okay. answer first. You know. Um my family was pretty religious when I came out and my dad didn't handle it that great. I think I spoke about it and like our coming out. My mom was kind of like, all right, well, I don't really get it, but we'll go with Like, we'll kind of, I guess, figure it out. And then they, just some time and passed, and they're amazing about it now. You know, like most of my family is. Um, I'm really fortunate. There are some people on my father's side who uh, just choose not to speak to me anymore, which is their choice, whatever. And you know what? They're lost. Mm-hmm. Um but that being said, like, I was with a partner, my last partner, their family was extremely homophobic and just, like, very closed 
minded and from a really small town in New Brunswick. And it was like, they are so like not up with times and they don't care to be like, and it was really hard to try and like grow a relationship with their family when they're, they didn't even have, like, they didn't even care to. Like, they're, I remember when we first met, they were extremely horrible to me and, like, made me cry. And and they, like, just made so many comments about me because of the way I looked because I'm also, like, covered in tattoos. And just, like, her dad called me a thug. <laughs> and, like, and thought I was the bouncer of Warehouse when I was, like, the person who ran the bar and didn't, you know what I mean? So, like, it was just, like, I don't know. So uh, it was hard and it's difficult. But at that point, like, and she's chosen to never speak to her, like to not speak to her father. I don't know what she's doing now. If she's chosen to like forgive him or if he's chosen to like, you know, grow in that area. But she also like loves to hold grudges. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But that's a very fair thing to hold Mm -hmm. because like, so she said something to me once we had a big conversation one time we were, just like in Chelsea having breakfast. And I was like, because her mother also wasn't great with it. And, but her mom was making an effort. And I was like, don't just like close that off because you know what? At least your mom's trying to make an effort and be nice to me and, and sending me Christmas gifts. And, and even though they're pink and girly and nothing I would wear and nothing in my size, it makes me feel fat. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> um, it's the thought that counts, you know, and at least they're making an effort. And that's kind of, I believe, a stepping stone to getting to where they we, we would like our parents to be, you know. Um, but she had chosen, had chosen to never speak to her father until he decided to accept who she was and who she was going to love, which is – and at, at first I was like, uh, like, are you always going to be like that? Like, uh, at first, like, you know, I think I was a little hard on it. But as time had passed, like, I'd realized, no, no, like, that's fair. Like, if if someone isn't going to appreciate who you love and what you love, and at that point, like, good riddance, I think, personally. Like, good riddance, and, and you don't need somebody in that your, in your life like that, whether it be a close family member or a close friend. Like, like in the queer community, it's so like big to have a chosen family that your blood family doesn't need to be the only family you have, you know? So, and um, so you have, you have more personal experience with this topic, but just at the end there, you nailed exactly what I would have said is like, as far as advice to give maybe someone who's experiencing this, is lean into your chosen family because like you said, as a queer person, like that is a huge part of community is what you consider your chosen family. And those are the people that are going to support you no matter what. And it's, that doesn't mean like you just say, okay, well fuck my family and, and I'll never talk to them again. Like I think another important point you brought up was recognizing where they're trying and trying to meet them halfway. Um, while also not compromising yourself in any way, like don't, you know, stoop to their level or anything. And, and I don't know my experience, like my dad is definitely homophobic. I, he was here for a couple of weeks or or a week this month. And I, I noticed it a lot. Like, and I, it definitely made me upset. Like I, I think that his view on it, and a lot of fathers are probably, or parents are like this with their kids. Like I've dated a lot of guys. So I think that my dad doesn't take this seriously. Like he apparently saw like my like um, lesbian, like keychain hanging on my like rear view mirror. And he said to my brother, like just the two of them, oh, well, I guess this is like real. I guess Sarah's like actually gay now. Like as if I haven't been dating only women for like two years. So Um, but I think that even still to this moment that he just like, doesn't take it all that like seriously. Like it's like a phase. So it's interesting. I didn't, wow. I'm sorry. That sucks. Oh, well, whatever. I just kind of like, uh, it's annoying, but, um, 
I just kind of pass over it. So my advice on it, um, because unfortunately, homophobe, this is okay, this is a this is a something. Okay, this is something that I wouldn't say to everyone, which I guess I am because I'm on the podcast, but I think (laughs) I'm an atheist. So that is part of what I'm saying here. But I think that being homophobic and being religious are pretty fucking closely tied. And maybe that maybe that's a hot take. I'm sure there are people that will say that's not true. But I think that when you're raised very religiously, where the Bible says it's a man and a woman, I'm sure that has some, you know, uh, ties to then being homophobic if your kids come out as gay. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. To be honest, yeah. So, our advice is lean into your chosen family and stand up for yourself. Also, like there, you know, there's enough support around you that you, I think, can, yeah, stand up for yourself in a way, if possible. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next, Sarah? Next question, question is, is what is your toxic, toxic trait? What is it? Yours? No, yours. Oh my. Oh, you know what? Maybe let's do that. I'll Maybe ask you, you tell me what my toxic trait is. Oh, I will tell you what your toxic oh, trait is. Oh god. And you know what? We know this what are the answer because we just spent fucking two weeks in the car <laughs> together. <laughs> um uh, okay, we, can't, we can't get by her. We can't get by oh, her. No, I know you will get by her. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. I can list a ton of unattractive things about myself that are problematic, but your toxic trait, other than going for straight girls, that's a big one, actually. You know what? That could be the headliner. No, no. Enough about the straight girls. We all know how I have problems with that. I'm Um, trying to bet. I'm actually talking to someone who's a lesbian. Oh, whoa. <laughs> um, your toxic trait. Um, I don't know. I'm fucking perfect. Honestly. <laughs> like, the only thing that you did on that road trip that, that didn't work for me was when you were really quiet. But then afterwards, when you explained why you were being quiet, then it made sense. So it's not really a... Like, you were trying to be better. So... Maybe that maybe that you don't allow yourself to cry. I don't know. But I cry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Not in front of other people, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead, then. Uh, you're talking- <laughs> I already know you probably got five in your head right now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, which one do I pick? <laughs> I'm joking. Um. <clears throat> okay when sarah gets stressed out she is the meanest person i've ever met in my life (laughs) she is so mean and doesn't want to listen to anything and literally (laughs) just gets in in She's just so stressed out, and you can tell she is so stressed out, dude. If I'm especially when driving and getting and turning down the wrong street, <laughs> dude. When I'm mad like that, because the the words that were coming to mind before you said anything for my toxic trait was that I'm very impatient. So if I'm, if I'm mad, if I'm already mad and then I turn on the wrong street, I'm fucking fuming. Like you better be careful. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. I would say I'm impatient. And when, you know, when I get stressed and I get mad, it's really fucking hard for me to like recover. So the problem was, is not only was Sarah stressed, she was also impatient and she was hungry. (laughs) So you can only imagine. I'm lucky to be alive. <laughs> a survivor, if you will. I'm a real survivor. Do you mind dating me all the time? Like, oh, yeah. You kept making comments being like, you know, this wouldn't work, but the way you handled this would work. <laughs> well, because I've said before at, to you, to everyone, maybe on here, I require a really calm person. 
Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I have, well, I already have a pretty serious anxiety issue. And then when you add that with like being like situations where I get stressed and then I get mad and then I'm impatient, like any of the partners I've had that have been like, w- like long standing, they've been really, really calm, relaxed, like everything's mm-hmm. fine. Like it's really no problem. Like, let's just like take it. Like, cause if I was ever with someone that, that matched that anxiety level and that like stress level, it would be really, really, really bad. So yeah. anyway, that's why I said it. And you were, you were very calm. So that's why, even though it was a friendship dynamic, uh, it was yeah. still like helpful that you weren't also freaking out like I was. Yeah. Um, oh, that was good. I like that one. <laughs> that the fuck? <laughs> okay. Um, next question. I'll ask you, uh, how did you know you were gay? Mm-hmm. When I kissed a girl. When you kissed a girl? A lot yeah. of people say that, that when they kissed a girl, it felt more natural than just like guys. Fireworks and fucking butterflies everywhere, like instantly. Mm-hmm. And I actually have, actually, yeah, I've never, mind. I was like, I've never felt like that kissing anyone else. And then I was like, no, I did. With a guy? No, with a girl. Oh, oh. I was oh, like, oh. but no, the first person I ever kissed was a girl. And that kiss was like, well, I don't know, magical. But we never kissed again. Mm-hmm. But I only felt that magical, like, sparks flying kiss with, like, only two other girls. Well, honestly, more like one other girl, to be honest. Josephine, obviously. No. 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 Tiffany. Tiffany? Oh, God, that's an L for you. Yeah, I know. Which sucks. I mean, I, maybe I felt that way with. I think I kind of did with Josephine, but I was pretty drunk. So. What do you mean? All the. Oh, you mean the first kiss? The very first kiss. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant just like kiss and intimacy in general. No, no. With Josephine, that was going. That was very nice. And, yeah. And, and comforting. Yeah, yeah. But. Okay. Yeah. So you knew you were gay the first time you kissed a girl? The first time I kissed a girl. And that's what I was like, for sure. I was like, shit. Mm hmm. Damn. But you dated men after that. I I didn't date men, but I saw them. Yeah. Saw them. I've never dated a guy. Really dated a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. How about you? When did you know when you were gay? Um, When I was in that long-term relationship with Jack and I found myself like finding, like for me, it came when I, lost the physical attraction to the person I was with because I was deeply in love with him, but I didn't feel um, the physical like attraction anymore. And I felt Mm -hmm. it more for mask women on TikTok to hashtag TikTok made me gay (laughs) classic. Um, But uh, yeah. So once I started feeling like physically, I wanted to be with women, that was kind of the first step and the first sign. And then when I was with women, that shit was crazy. Like the first time I ever really like, you know, got intimate or was intimate with a woman, I was like, wow, fuck. Yeah. Like the physical, even just for me, it was really a lot of physical stuff because the physical intimacy for me with a woman just was astronomically better than like any I've had, any time I've had with men, like just, Mm -hmm. just the components of it. Like eating a girl out as we know I've said it here many times that's like my fucking favorite thing to do like I can't imagine going without that like so although I use I guess I used to say that about giving guys head back when you and I first met when I was on that don't I anyways let's guys guys she loved a good dick sucking oh my god (laughs) end session leave call (laughs) that's it um yeah but i i knew be, yeah i guess it just for me was when i started feeling more attracted to women than not the person that i was laying with like and that's a scary feeling to feel like mm-hmm. okay i'm in love with this i'm in love with a man we've been together for years he moved to another country for me and but i like i i love him as a person i could see my future with him but sexually I'm not fulfilling him and he's not fulfilling me and he can't, there's nothing he can do to change that. Yeah. I, like, and knowing that that was a really, really like long journey for me was sorting out 
okay, I'm gay, but I'm in love with a man. Like it's that yeah. crazy journey. So if anybody yeah, who's sure. listening feels like they're on that um, path, reach out to me because I have lots, uh, lots. I'm sure I could share about that and and support for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, okay, you're next. Would you would you consider polyamory or ENM? We kind of touched on this in one of our last episodes. Um, I, when I said I I can fuck your girlfriend, but you can't fuck mine, sort of thing. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty well. I have an ownership kink, and I'm pretty possessive, so I don't think I would ever be very comfortable with sharing. Yeah, and I'm like kind of the, the jealous type as well, which is not super attractive, but I whatever, it's honest. Yeah, so I would I say probably not. And those are different things. Like polyamory would be, I have three girlfriends, and it's equal girlfriends with all these different people. Whereas E and M, it's more likely that I'd have a serious relationship, and then I'm physically intimate with people outside of that relationship, like an open relationship. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I don't really see myself doing either, but I'm not ruling it out forever. How about you? Um, I was in an open relationship once. Didn't go well. <laughs> Why didn't uh, it go well? Just because, like, I was doing more things with other people, and she wasn't, she wasn't really doing anything, and then she got upset. And I could tell, and she just wasn't saying anything, though, but I could tell that she was upset, so I just chose to stop. But... At the end, the long run, it still wouldn't have worked because again, I'm all, I, I'm also kind of a jealous person sometimes, and um, yeah, I wouldn't want my partner sleeping with other people. Yeah, like I have a thing where I love, love, love smooching. <laughs> yeah, you do. I love smooching <laughs> and a good old smooch. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. Uh, I would want that. Like, I'd want to be able to go and smooch people if I wanted to, but I like I'm not huge on sex, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't go sleep with other people. So if that was cool in relationship, they're like, yeah, you can go and smooch people as long as you come home and I'm the last person you smooch, and I'd be like, one thousand percent. Well, and if I'm the only person you're like physically having sex with, like doing anything yeah. more, yeah. Wow, that's a pretty good deal. I kind of like the sound of that too. I just, I just want to smooch. Yeah, like you do, shit. you do, because anytime you've had troubles like with you know <laughs> stuff like that, it's because you're kissing girls at the bar. Shit, bruh. I Classic. It's pretty fun. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Next question: Do you see yourself getting married, having kids? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm. I've always wanted to ha- get married. I've always wanted to have kids. Like. Can't wait for little mini me's running around. Like that's just like my favorite thing to think about. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm... clock's ticking. <laughs> <laughs> but you probably uh, wouldn't carry. No, no, I would want my partner to carry, and then I'd like to adopt. So I've seen, um, okay, I've seen uh, some things where the like a lesbian couple where um, the woman will like one woman will carry both children. One is with her egg and the sperm donor. And the second baby is from your egg and the same sperm donor. So two babies mm. produce two different eggs, but um, the same sperm donor. So they're blood, like blood related in that way. Anyways, there's okay. so many ways to have kids as, um, as queer people. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think the, we have lots of options there ahead of us, definitely more so than we had 20, 30 years ago. So, Oh my God. Yeah. So like basically what I want to do is like, there's this thing that you can like, I don't even know how much it is. I've never even done my research on it, but you don't really need a male, a male sperm anymore. We can do it through the woman's bone marrow and egg. Mm. And it's like strictly just between like you and your partner at that point. Right. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So. Wow, that's so that. that's like really advanced science. Yeah, yeah. Then we don't need I men know. at all. See no. <laughs> yeah. Boy, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's you do fair. see yourself getting married and having kids. Um, yeah, I would say I could see myself getting married. 
I can sorry. <laughs> I can see myself getting married. I don't really see myself having kids anymore. I used to always have that white picket fence idea. I don't really see it for myself anymore. But maybe if I was with somebody that really wanted to, then I would more so. Or if they didn't, I'd be cool with that. Like I can kind of maybe go either way. Yeah. Um, I think I would have a lot of personal growth to go through before having kids because I am like a fairly impatient person and yeah. I I don't in this exact moment I don't think I would be a super great mother. Like I know that's a bit shitty to say about myself, but like But if you know you know then yeah. Like I I, I, I am a good caretaker. It's just that like with like my anxiety's been so bad the last like couple months and maybe years and I just would be it would be hard for me. It'd be hard for me to like yeah. to do that. Yeah. But so maybe not for me, but yeah. um, okay. We've got three more questions uh, and these ones are all sex related. And we know you guys yeah. love to listen to us talk about that. So Stel, we'll, just bang them, we'll just bang them out. We'll no bang them out. Time. Pound town, if you will. <laughs> Dude, that was <laughs> fucked up. That was weird. Okay, all right. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, Stell, what is your favorite sex position? I really like when we're sideways okay yeah spooning spooning and i can have one arm one arm other arm doing what i want it to do okay so one arm's on her on her boobs and the other is or yeah whatever or and i also just like in general honestly like i i'm open with all i i even like I like all positions to be honest. Okay, if you're wearing the strap, what's your favorite position? Oh, if I'm doing strap. Um also that sideways one is pretty nice. Uh-huh. Um, but I do like doggy. I and I, and I do like cowgirl. Okay, her riding are you okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I just like think I would like I think I'm the person who's cut out to fuck somebody from behind. I really want to. I just I just I have yet to have somebody that will let me do that, but cuz I go for pretty I mean, the, anyway, it doesn't matter what kind of girls I go for, that shouldn't affect what kind of sex I'm having. But um yeah, okay. That's that's good. That's good. Those are good yeah, answers. Um favorite sex position, honestly, it's so different with women than it is with men. With men, there's like pretty distinct ones, like yeah. missionary from the back, whatever. Um, yeah. I, I'm happy just like laying down and just anything that allows me and my partner to have full access to each other, like yeah. all spaces and um, yeah. things like that. So yeah, we're I think Stella and I are both pretty open. You can fuck us in any position. <laughs> okay. Uh What's, What's one thing oh, you're nervous to try in bed? I'm scared of butt stuff. I <laughs> I've eaten a lot of ass in my day, but I've I'm I, so I could give I could give butt stuff, but I'm not super open with receiving. I, there's something about it that like I'm just not yet super comfortable with. Like I've never done anal with a guy ever. Like, and I've maybe had fingers in there once or twice, but like not not all the time. So I think one thing I'm nervous about is just anything in that area. Yeah. How about you? Um, Go ahead. Being strapped. Okay. Like yeah. Strap on. I would consider it with the right partner. Have you ever? No, I okay. almost did it with Josephine, but then no. we broke up. <laughs> Her loss. Um, her loss. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's spooky for me. I don't know. Uh, that sucks. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Scary. Um, okay. Last okay. question for our viewers today. Thank you guys again so much for all these questions. Like, this has been really fun. Um, and Seriously. send us more at any time. Uh, the last Seriously. question to wrap up here is please tell us one sexual fantasy that you have. I have always wanted to have airplane sex. The Mile High Club. Mile High Club. Probably easier yeah. as women. Two women, I bet. Oh, yeah. Because it's oh, just yeah. two friends going to the bathroom together. Two girls. Girl is going to the bathroom. Just checking their makeup. 
Checking, checking her makeup. Yeah. Okay. That's you know, a good you one. You don't know what I wear. Yeah. All right. No, I love it. Okay. That's a good one. Um, mine would be, I, when I watch porn, I really love group sex. I like watching it and I've never done, I mean, I've obviously never done that. I've never even had like a threesome or anything. Threesome is tricky unless it's two people I don't know. Um, Cause then I'm not getting jealous. I couldn't have a threesome with my own partner that I'm serious with. Cause I'm too jealous and possessive, but um, yeah, I think maybe a sexual fantasy I have is a fucking room full of naked women that are all just fucking each other. Like dead. I live. Yeah. Dead. Um, well, that's, that's, that's a fantasy for sure, man. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> are you coming? <laughs> are you joining? No, no, no. I'm good. Actually. I have Julian, to pick no. up my cat or something. Well, actually, that might be an episode. Julian will record us. Uh, not you and I. <laughs> no. <laughs> Down. Down. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Let's wrap it up. Thanks, guys, so much for these questions. Like, keep leaving more. Like, just we love the support. Keep watching. You know, on Spotify, we are, we're, we're up to a 4.8 rating now. I want to know who ranked us low. Because I yeah, know it was Brittany. <laughs> I honestly I think it could have been Josephine. Or the New Zealand girl. I oh, know she's Zealand. in. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she yeah. Hates the most. yeah. Oh, but God. even on Apple podcasts like that, that's a big one too, that you can leave some reviews and stuff. That'd be great. And we're starting to upload some stuff to YouTube, so take a peek mm-hmm. at that. And then this whole new season will be on there like consistently on the day that it's released. Yeah, so if you want to watch instead of just listen, we'll start having them up video versions at the same time as the audio. So that'll be all set up for season two. So yeah, thank you guys for the questions. We love the engagement and it was fun to hear from you guys. And thanks for listening and thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Bye.